listening to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Welcome back to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast, the podcast where we explore the past, understand the present, and dream of the future. Today with me, I have Kayla Ferguson. Welcome to the show, Kayla. Thanks for being here. Definitely. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. My name is Kayla Ferguson. I am an alumna from Davenport Junior Theater, and I now work in Dubuque, Iowa as a children's librarian. Awesome. What years were you involved in DJT, and how did you get involved? I started in 1998. That was the first year I was in the show. I was eight years old, and it was one of the summer shows. Um, I believe it was one of the show wagon ones, and I had always loved acting. And I run around at home and pretend to be different characters from books we were reading. And I asked my parents, do you think I could get involved with theater somewhere? So they just looked up um, theaters that would take children in the Quad Cities. And of course, uh, Junior Theater came up. And so I auditioned for that one show and loved being in it. And so uh, for the next 10 years, I was pretty much constantly in classes doing shows, doing drama camps over the summer until I graduated in 2008 when I was 18. Nice. What was junior theater like in the early 2000s? Oh, there was a lot going on. Um, during the school year, we would have classes, and that's kind of what was the starting level that you would start by taking all these classes, and eventually you graduated out of the classes. There were different like levels of the classes. And then you would get to be on main stage and do the main productions. Um, and then over the summer, they had a drama camp that I always loved doing, week long, divide us up into groups, and then um, we would write our own plays and uh, cast ourselves. We'd have like a senior um, member who was uh, over overseeing each group, but then we would kind of go through the whole process of casting and writing and producing a play in one week. That was tons of fun. Did you have a favorite class to take when you were there? Oh, um, I really enjoyed um, a class I took on stage combat. I don't know if it was a single class. It was just on that. I think there were several classes that incorporated that in, but I remember, um, doing several times that we choreographed a fight scene and learning mm-hmm. how to look like you're pulling somebody's hair or mm-hmm. slapping or punching without actually hurting each other. And we did a little bit of sword fighting and I always really enjoyed that. <laughs> Stage combat classes are great. Did you have a yeah. favorite role you played while you were at junior theater? Yeah. Um, it was in King Midas and the touch of gold. It was one mm-hmm. of the first main stage productions I did and there were three sisters, three sorceresses, who were the ones who gave King Midas his power to turn things into gold. And I got to play one of those three enchantress nice. sisters. That was a lot of fun. So in theater that's done primarily by, you know, young kids, there's bound to be, you know, funny backstage mishaps. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I don't remember anything happening to me, thankfully. <laughs> um, I do have one memory. Um, it was the Jungle Book, another main stage production. And the 
actor who was playing Ta, the snake. Mm -hmm. uh, they had him basically in this tube of um, fabric, and they had kind of the snake head on top, so his face was showing, and then a hole for his feet, and then a big long snake body behind him, and he was on roller skates. Oh, that's cool. It was a super cool effect. So he would skate, and then the snake body would come after him, and it would glide. But of course, his arms were trapped inside mm -hmm. the tube. And I don't think it was during a performance, luckily, but there was one time we all saw him lose his balance, and he just tipped over, and oh, no. his arms were trapped. Luckily, he was fine, but we all, when we made sure he was all right, we all had a good laugh. I bet that was a sight to see, just a giant snake tip over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you graduated when you were 19 in 2008. What path did your life take after DJT, and how do you think DJT had an impact on that? Yeah, so after I graduated, I uh, went to Augustana College and graduated from there with a creative writing major. Mm -hmm. um, while I was in um, Augustana, I did some productions with Genesius Guild there in the Lincoln Park right mm -hmm. across from yep. Augustana. We did some Shakespeare and Greek tragedies with them. And then after I graduated from Augustana, I got my master's in uh, library science mm -hmm. and got a job here in Dubuque and moved out to Dubuque. I'd say there's a lot of things that have influenced my life um, from Davenport Junior Theater and all the, the skills that I learned there. I'm, I'm still using all of those as a children's librarian um, when I'm doing story time and reading to the kids, doing different voices, acting it out, uh, doing dramatic retellings of stories, fairy mm -hmm. tales for the kids. Um, I've done some improv games with the kids at the library. I've done some stage combat. So I use that all the time um, in nice. various ways with my job. Did you ever do any productions at Augustana? I just graduated there with a theater major. So I never did. I did take a theater class, but mm -hmm. um, with my creative writing major, there was a lot of conflict mm -hmm. with theater classes. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't end up getting to take very much. Okay. Theater when I was there. So, how did you find your passion for being a children's librarian? Um, libraries have always been a huge part of my life. We would always go to the library when I was little. And uh, writing is my main passion, um, which is why I got my creative writing major at Augustana. And originally, I was thinking about going into the publishing world and possibly doing some editing, that type of thing. But as I was going through uh, the program, I realized this isn't really what I want to do with my life. And being a writer isn't really a job right, <laughs> right out the gate, unless you're J.K. Rowling or someone like that. So I started thinking, what can I do where I can utilize my talents? I love books. I love writing. I love acting. What can I do where I can use these things? And children's librarian is what I thought of doing those programs, doing story times with kids. Mm -hmm. And so I pursued that and it's been a great fit for me. That's awesome. What is an average day like as a children's librarian and how has that been affected by COVID? There's kind of three main areas 
that my job entails, I uh, order all the books for the kids. So I'll spend some time going through reviews of new books that are coming out and deciding which ones I want to buy to put on the shelves. Um, I also do quite a bit of publicity. I go around to the schools and talk to the kids. I um, make posters, that type of thing. I do some stuff on social media. But the biggest part of my job, probably about 80% of my job, is doing programs. I do all sorts of stuff. We have a monthly Lego club that I do, you know, story times, um, crafts, different clubs, different book groups, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has definitely been the thing that's been affected most by COVID. Um, we are not able to have any in-person programming. We haven't since March and probably won't for the foreseeable future. So it's all been online mm -hmm. on Zoom um, since March. So it's been difficult thinking outside the box, lots about thinking outside the box for how to do programs, what programs we can do, how to get supplies to the kids. But it, it's been a good challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had that challenge at junior theater yeah. as well. So yeah. it's interesting to see how everyone kind of copes with it. And I think a lot of good things do come out of it. People adapt really well. And now we can have students from all over, which is really cool. So I know your other job, uh, you run a voiceover website with a friend of yours. So yeah. how, did, how did that come about and what's, what's it like doing that? Yeah, so uh, it's called Audio Fan Fiction Library. Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with what fan fiction is, it's just uh, itty writing that mm -hmm. is based on somebody else's world. So if you took the characters from Harry Potter and wrote your own story about what might have happened to them, um, or Star Wars, or any other created world, um, and there's websites where you can go online and post your fan fiction stories, and I've been doing that since I was pretty little. Um, and then there's a website that I've been posting my stories on since I was about 17. And I had two friends that I met on there. And the three of us started this website in 2010. We take fan fiction stories and we do like uh, dramatizations of them. Oh. So we read them and we have different voice actors play the different characters. So kind of like an audio book. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a narrator reading the narration and we make uh, podcasts and put those up on our website of these projects we've made. And towards the beginning, we were basically just making each other's stories and reading each other's stories, and it was mostly just the three of us and a couple mm -hmm. other people. But then it just started growing, and more people started getting involved, and we've got now over 100 stories um, that we've fully cast and put up on our website about 120 actors and that's been another aspect of acting to explore the voice mm -hmm. acting aspect I run the website but I also do quite a bit of directing and voice acting and a lot of stories and it's something that I've really enjoyed doing of exploring that aspect of acting that's a good project to have during COVID <laughs> It is. I've done a lot with it in the past couple months. Yeah, that's really cool. I've heard of like, you know, a lot of different audiobook websites, but I've never heard of one specifically for fan fiction. So that's really cool. Yeah. 
So I know you also have been sort of active in your community theater scene lately. I'm sure not too lately because of COVID, but uh, what shows have you done or what have you been involved with? Yeah, as I mentioned, after I graduated from um, Davenport Junior Theater, I spent some time with Genesius Guild. Mm -hmm. Then when I moved up here to Dubuque, I uh, got involved with a small local community theater called um, the Robust Travel Theater. Initially, I got involved with them through my job. Um, they would, every summer, they do a children's show during the school year. They do plays that are more oriented towards adults. Mm -hmm. But every year, they do a children's show in the summer, and uh, they would come around to the libraries um, and do a preview of their show during the summer. And so I coordinated that for them two years. And then uh, two summers ago, uh, their play was going to be The Magician's Nephew, one of the Chronicles of Narnia books, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorites, a little Myron. Um, and uh, I decided to go ahead and uh, try out an audition for that show and uh, got one of the lead roles in it. And so was in that for the summer. And then actually this past summer, I auditioned for the Jungle Book mm -hmm. and got a role over the summer and we performed outdoors in Ooh. the local park. So that's how we kind of got around mm -hmm. COVID and we were still able, we had uh, face masks and shields. So we were protected and then we were all outdoors in the park and we got to uh, do the Jungle Book. Was over. it cool to do that again after doing it at Junior Theater? It was. Um, a very different mm -hmm. uh, approach to it. It was a different script, but yeah, it was very cool to revisit that many years later and play a different role. I know you are into cosplaying and you told us about uh, fan fiction and writing and all those things, but do you have any like hidden talents or passions that not many people know about? Hmm. Yeah, well, I have recently gotten into tabletop role-playing games mm -hmm. Uh, Pathfinder mainly, um, which that's just right up my alley. It's got the writing aspects, the storytelling aspects, the acting, the um, camaraderie. Is it um, sort of like D&D? Yeah, so the same concept as D&D, just a different um, company basically that produces the stories and stuff. I haven't gotten the chance to run a session yet and be the person kind of guiding the DM, but that's something I'd like to do in the future. But yeah, yeah, that's been something I've been exploring the past couple of years. Lately at Junior Theater, all of us have been really into D&D, so there's all these different campaigns going on with it. Yeah. works there. <laughs> um, but if you could have lunch with anyone throughout history, who would it be and why? Uh, I would definitely choose my favorite author, J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a huge fan of his world since I was about seven years old and mm -hmm. read The Hobbit for the first time and was 12 when I read The Lord of the Rings. And that has been a huge impact on my life, on my writing. I mostly write fantasy, mm -hmm. um, what I read, just everything. And I would love to talk to him about his world and just, he seems like a very eccentric 
mm-hmm. individual, and I'm yeah. sure he would have all sorts of fun stories and interesting stories about being a writer and about um, his time period and fantasy and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like um, his movie or the movies do the books justice? I love the movies. Okay. There are aspects of them that I would have liked to see done differently, but overall, I think they capture the spirit of the books very, very well. And gorgeous, gorgeous job mm-hmm. that they did on them. Mm-hmm. So back on the topic of DJT, why do you think places like DJT are important to support? Well, I would say the biggest thing for me is these are talents that these kids can really use in a wide variety of ways. Like I've used those skills that I learned at Davenport Junior Theater in my life, and there's Mm -hmm. all sorts of applications for it. You're learning good diction. You're learning to express yourself. You're learning to think outside the box. You're learning creativity. You're learning confidence and self-esteem by being up there on the stage like that takes courage Mm -hmm. to stand up there and learn those lines and give it your all and those are things that anybody is going to um, find value in in whatever job and whatever position in life they find themselves so having that opportunity for kids to do that is mm-hmm. amazing. I think sometimes kids think, oh, that's something for the adults. And there are a lot of adult um, community theaters out there. But having one that's specifically for kids and, and they're around other kids and older kids who have been doing this for years. And I know I looked up to the older kids who had been doing this for years when I was just starting. And that's such an encouragement for those younger ones that are exploring this fantastic world of theater. So I know you were at uh, DJT for 10 years, and I know this might be kind of a hard question, but do you have a favorite memory? There is one memory that sticks in my mind. It's, um, I can't remember the show that it was for, but we had a cast party at the end of the show and we were in one of the cabins and had pizza first and then we turned off all the lights in the cabin and um, played the most epic game of murder that i have ever played (laughs) and it was fantastic and the whole cast was there we were running all over the cabin um playing murder and that really sticks with me that we had a really good run for our Mm -hmm. show and we were all excited and we were done and (laughs) proud of ourselves and just all bouncing off the walls from pop and soda and (laughs) and it was just it was this feeling of family Mm -hmm. that I really sticks with me that we were all close to one another from this experience and having having this fun with each other Mm -hmm. that's what I hear from a lot of the alumni that it felt like family a lot of the time yeah So my last question for you is what advice would you give a current junior theater student? I would say put yourself out there and try as much as you possibly can. Um, Try different things. Try things that you think you might not be good at. You will be very, very surprised what you might find that you are good at and what you might use later on in your life and 
what you might find yourself enjoying. Um, just, just really experiment and try. That's what theater is all about, mm -hmm. is that creativity and that putting yourself in different positions and different roles. So go for it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview with me today. I really appreciate it. I know people are really busy these days. So thank you for talking to us. Yeah, thank you for having me involved. Of course. This has been the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>